You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Talk Recorded live. Uh, good evening. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. How are you tonight? Good. You, self? Pretty good. How's the family? They're doing better. Good. They're doing better, yes. Good. Thank God. Thank God. Uh, We're the only ones on the call this far? Okay. And how was your day? It was good. We, uh, went over and took care of getting keys so that Robert can uh, take a look at the house and decide if he wants to rent it. Did, did he, is he here? No, he's not. When I called him, he was still in uh, Georgia. And, uh, and when did you call him today? Yeah, I called him this morning. Okay. He said he'd be here tomorrow. Is he uh, Go ahead. I didn't get the time out of him. I forgot to ask him what time, but probably the same flight he came in on last time. So he said he's flying? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. All right, all right. right. Sir, would you open up with uh, Thanksgiving and prayer? Yes. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you, we praise you, we bless your holy name. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to gather before your throne and bring our prayer requests. Lord, we just ask that you would take care of whatever needs to be taken care of in your own fashion, that whatever is needed, whether it be healing, deliverance, salvation, whatever the case may be, Lord, we just ask you would take care of it as only you can, and we thank you for all that you're doing in our lives and in our ministries, and Lord, we just ask you to be with us this night, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen, and thank the Lord. Um, We honor, amen. The presence of God, we honor the Holy Spirit, and we thank the Lord, amen, for salvation this day. Thank God, amen, for those of you that are on the call. We welcome again, amen, Prophetess Yvette from the wonderful state of Georgia, amen, and uh, thank God, amen, woman of God, for the things of God is doing and going to do in your life and family. We give him glory, honor, and praise. Uh, We thank God, amen, for this uh, call tonight. Um, Minister Eliza is not going to be on the call. She's out of town. And um, I am going to turn this over to Prophecy Vet, if she doesn't mind. 
and I hope she's not grinning um, or frowning, uh, but I'm just teasing. Uh, Professor Vic, God bless you. Good evening. Good evening, everybody. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, this has been an interesting day. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But we know that all things work together for the good for those who trust and believe in the one true living God, that in the midst of those things that are going on around us, we know that everything is in God's hands. Yes. Because he is the author and finisher of our faith, and our faith says it is so, even when it isn't so, until it is so. Because faith is substance. That means it's something tangible. Amen. I'm, I'm about ready to teach on that very soon about the, the tangibleness of faith, mm. amen, and what it actually means, amen, hallelujah, but we just thank the Lord for yet another day to be on this side, to give him glory and praise, and the honor that is truly due unto his name, amen, hallelujah, Jesus, hallelujah, um, wow, I was just in is the there something, Monday. Is there something that, uh, uh, you want to share, or, or it's, it's, it's not? Amen. No, there's nothing particular that I want to share. Amen. All right. All right. Amen. No, there's nothing particular that I want to share. Just giving God glory and giving him praise for being this wonderful in our lives. Hallelujah. Mm, glory. Um, have, you all, have you all opened up in prayer already? I was trying to, I got like like a, a thousand different codes running through my head for for different for different ministries. So I was trying to remember which one, the one, two, nine. I was trying to remember which one was it, the eight or the nine. I have to type both of them in most times. Mm-hmm. So, um, Apostle Darlene is using TalkShoe also, so now it's like, Okay. Everybody's got different codes. Amen. And then plus my phone was cutting up earlier today. It kept cutting off on my calls. It started that yesterday and it was doing it again earlier today. So I was just trying to see whether it's going to actually work this evening. But it is working. Praise the Lord. Heavenly Father, we come before you right now before the throne of grace. If there's anything that we said, done, or thought that's been displeasing to you, forgive us right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank you for being a strong tower against all of our adversaries. Because when the enemy comes in like a flood, you lift up a standard against all of our adversaries. And we know this, that we have the victory because we trust and believe in you. So we just thank you, Lord, for being able to come together again to be able to to not only just send up supplications, but to also listen to you, Lord, um, because prayer is not just a one-way communication, but it's a two-way communication, that as we are praying, we're also listening to you, Lord, and what you have to say to your people, Lord God. So we just thank you tonight for being here with us, Lord. We thank you for your manifested presence that is on this line, Lord, and we thank you for your physical touch, Lord, because you are able to reach us no matter where we are, Lord, and we just give you honor and glory and praise 
In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Does anybody have a specific prayer request tonight? Um, I uh, want to uh, ask Prophet um, that um, intercession would be made for Danbury, Connecticut. And the ministry that um, I've been called to go to, um, it's not a uh, preaching engagement per se, um, only. I just believe it's an apostolic assignment, uh, a door of access or opening for the Lord, not myself. And I just want to ask that uh, there would be prayer made for uh, direction and um, just direction, insight, and uh, to have the mind of and heart of God to what to say and do. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory to God, we bless you now, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for this new assignment, Lord, in Danbury, Connecticut, Lord God. You see and you know what is needed in that territory, Lord. You see and you know the dry places that need your presence in that territory, Lord. You don't send your servants to a place without there being a need. So, Lord, allow your servant to know exactly the plan that you have for him to go into this new territory, Lord. Because we know that this is your assignment for him to be released to go to different locations to establish your governmental foundation for the body of Christ in those areas, Lord. Allow him to to be able to see the vision and the plan that you have for him in this territory, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let not his travel there be in vain, Lord, but allow him, Lord, to see clearly what it is that you have for him to do in this location, Lord, and order his footsteps, Lord, so that when he steps on the ground in that location, he will know exactly what it is that you have for him to do, Lord, that even if he has an idea that's going one way, if it's contrary to your plan, Lord, allow him to see exactly what you need him to see when it comes to Danbury, Connecticut, Lord God. You see and you know the climate there. You know what hoovers over that region, Lord, and you know what is needed in this hour in that territory, Lord. Allow the atmosphere to be conducive, Lord, for your (laughs) presence to be manifested wherever he goes, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, let your presence go before him, to make every crooked way straight that needs to be in alignment with him going there, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, Lord, you see and you know the people that he's going to be connected to, and you see and you know the ministries that he's getting ready to influence in that area, Lord. Allow his footsteps to travel and meet the right people and connect with the right individuals who will lead him to those places that are desperately needing apostolic help in this hour, Lord. You see and you know the need of your people, that your people are crying out for assistance 
and crying out for a stable government that only can come from you, Lord. Lord, you see and you know what is needed, Lord, and equip them with everything that is needed to go into this territory. In Jesus' mighty name, hallelujah. Yes, Lord, let your presence, Lord, map out the entire territory before he even goes in Jesus' mighty name. Send the angels of war to already plow the field in the spirit. Let the spiritual atmosphere be welcoming of his presence and not creating a block for him, Lord. The angels of war are going forth. He's opening up the heavens now over yes, that God. region. Yes, and the angels of provision and the Thank angels you, of protection and the angels of war that are needed in that area are going forth now. I see some with swords. Mm. That the the doctrine in that area, they're coming with sound doctrine. I see it. This is the sword is representing the sword of the spirit of the one true yes, God yes, yes. is needed in that area, and the angels are going to pave the way. False doctrine must be removed in yes. Jesus' mighty name. Yeah, yes, Lord. I bless you, Lord. Bless you, and some of the swords have fire around them. That they are being sent yes. to burn up some things that are not like Christ in that region. I'm hearing New England witchcraft. New witchcraft that needs to be needs to be dismantled in the mighty name of Jesus. I'm hearing New England witchcraft needs to be dismantled. The angels with the swords that are on fire are dismantling. The wicker, yes, yes. that is prevalent in that region. Yes, Lord, I bless you, Lord. We thank you, Lord God. Yes. Hallelujah, Jesus. 
Yes, Lord, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for paving the way, for shifting the atmosphere. They won't yes, know God. what is going to hit them, but they won't be able to stop what yes. you are doing in that region. In Jesus' mighty name, hallelujah, Jesus. We bless you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, God. Yes, Lord. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Yes, God. Hallelujah, Jesus, yes, Lord. He has already opened the heavens over that region right now. They got work to do. But the way is already being prepared. That the shielding from any hurt, harm, or danger, any accidents has been aborted in the mighty name of Jesus. There is an entity that does not want you there, but they will not be able to stop you from going there. Because the angels of war have already been dispatched and they have already taken care of that territorial spirit that desires to keep you out. Hallelujah, Jesus. Yes, Lord, we bless you now, Lord. We thank you now for paving the way in the mighty name of Jesus, that it is done in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 So it's 14 um, 14 days now, two weeks until that time. And, um, you know, we're just requesting... You know, intercession for these uh, next two weeks concerning, you know, uh, this trip. I also am deciding how am how am I going to go, and I need to make that decision by tomorrow. Um, you know, for flight or uh, whatever, and uh, just requesting this intercession for two weeks. There's a precious precious couple um, in that uh, region. And uh, the prophetess, the wife, is um, she's already convinced what the connection should be. And um, they've come out of a very large ministry in New York City. Uh, I can't think of the name of the pastor, but an extremely large ministry. And, um, you know, they're very precious, and I had uh, sensed um, that there's a very strong uh, religious uh, spirit in that region, in that region. And um, yes, I I agree with you, woman of God, concerning the witchcraft there. While you were praying also, uh, it came to uh, my mind, this is something that's been discussed uh, recently, but that in all the ministries of EMFI in particular, that the Lord would expose the spirit of religion, amen, um, in similar fashion to, this is just a request, I guess. I guess maybe I'm thinking out loud. Uh, as in the book of Revelations, the seven churches of Revelations, how the the Lord um, you know, gave a message to the angel of the church the leader of the church, 
and that uh, religion would be exposed and eradicated, uprooted, cast down, uh, particularly of the ministries, firstly in the ministries of MFI, and then uh, then we're then we would be able to go forth as a uh, conglomerate group to go forth and identify and uh, cast you know that that spirit that uh, demonic system amen that has been established in the churches and um, seemingly um, um, and and I say and I say this because I've been there. Seemingly, the saints have are unaware even of its existence because it seems like it 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 has been so ingrown in the uh, in, in the church life that it's accepted as uh, as normal. So um, I, I said a lot, but uh, just requesting that um, prayer and uh, spiritual awareness and. Uh, no toleration of uh, this uh, wicked uh, spirit, uh, firstly in the MFI, firstly in the household of faith. Amen. Um... <clears throat> we also, as we move forth, I want to uh, just uh, interrupt here for a moment. I just looked at the board. Um a very uh, good good and friendly brother that I've met over Facebook and had the opportunity to uh, uh, meet in Warren, Ohio, just recently. Apostle Jesse uh, uh, Griffin is on the uh, call right now. And uh, <laughs> boy, these Griffins are showing up there. Prophet Patricia, I know you're on the call. Um, Apostle Jesse Griffin, he's in, I think, Apostle, you're in Barbit, uh, not Barberton, you're in Boardman, correct? Let's see, let me take a look, is he on just the, uh... yes, Apostle, are you there? Maybe he's just listening in. Uh, well, we thank the Lord even for you being on the uh, call, sir. Amen. Go ahead, Prophetess. Amen. Um, when I when I saw the swords of spirit, that was already um, addressing the the false doctrine that is already in that territory. As you said, the religious spirit. So the angels of the angels with the sword of the spirit have already gone forth to take care of that in the Danbury, Connecticut territory already. So that um, that's already covered. Um, that's what I saw from the from the open heavens, they've already gone to address the, the religious spirit that is in that territory. That's why it came to me as false doctrine, that yes. it's coming to bring sound doctrine to that area because there is a, a heavy presence of a religious spirit there. Um, just what God was showing me is, is, as a part of that spiritual climate. And, and when he said New England witchcraft, um, he specifically said Wicca. New England witchcraft Wicca is prevalent in that area also, and it may be so closely mingled with um, a lot of the places called churches there 
that they don't even, like you said, they, they don't even think anything of it because some of these practices have crept in where um, the angels are going forth to remove some of those things out of those places. Um, because a lot of people, they, they may be seeing these things going on, but they do know that there's something strange about it, that it, that it, that it does not belong in the body of Christ. They just don't know where to go to get away from it. So that's another reason why um, you going there to connect with the individuals that you're connecting with is going to be needed in that territory. And as far as um, praying for EMFI um, is critical because I've um, been receiving a caution light in the spirit and um, and I'm just going to pray. Um, Heavenly Father, you see and you know, Lord, um, the things that are needed for the success of a ministry to, to go outside the four walls and to start connecting with other ministries. You see and you know um, that we are human and that sometimes our human nature gets in the way. But, Lord, we know that this is a spiritual assignment and that this is not about people, but this is about souls that still need to be saved. And even some of these souls that are still in places called the church, but the places where they're at are not the church, and they still need to be saved for real. So, Lord, allow us to continue, Lord, to diligently seek you, continue to remain faithful to you, Continue to remain obedient to you and not allowing in isms or schisms to come in the way. Um, no room for strange doctrine to come into our midst. No room for, for dark practices to be amongst us because you said in your word, be ye holy for I am holy. And we must live to that standard of being holy because your spirit dwells in us. And because your spirit is in us, we have an unction to live holy and not to to mingle with the dark practices of the world and the dark practices of the demonic. So, Heavenly Father, continue to keep our footsteps ordered by you. Continue to keep us in alignment with your will and with your purposes. Your statutes are simple when we truly believe in you. Your statutes are simple and they're easy to follow when we truly believe in you and we're willing to die to self and die to our flesh and allow your spirit to rejuvenate us and renew us. So, Heavenly Father, continue to keep teaching us through your presence, Lord, and through your spirit. Lord, continue to sharpen our iron by allowing us to be able to encourage one another. You gave us the ascension gifts when your son rose. You gave us the fivefold ministry for the purpose of edifying the body of Christ. And that is still the ultimate goal of those ministries is to encourage, to build up, to equip the body of Christ because there is work to do. As you said in your word, the harvest is plenty, but the laborers are few. And the reason why the laborers are few is because there are not many who are equipped to go out and labor. So Heavenly Father, keep us equipped, Lord, Allow our spirits to be renewed by you daily, Lord. Even keep our mindsets renewed because 
We cannot have anything in us that is contrary to you. So, Lord, remove those stony places within us, Lord, that may be still lingering in us, Lord, and purge out anything that is not like you that may be within us, Lord, because we are still in this mortal flesh, and we're still walking in a mortal body, and we are still in this corpse, Lord, this mortal flesh that still wants to war against the spirit side of us, Lord. So continue, Lord, to keep us strengthened, Lord. Continue to keep us girded up, Lord, as you said in your word, that you will keep us in perfect peace if our minds are stayed upon you, Lord. Allow our mindsets, Lord, to be on positive things that are that are according to your will and purpose, Lord. Allow us, Lord, to continue to be encouraged that even if we can't find someone at that moment to encourage us, we can learn to encourage ourselves, ourselves like your servant David did, that when he had no one else around, he was able to encourage himself. But yes, we do have that ability to encourage ourselves, even if there is no one present at that moment. So, well, Lord, allow us to continue to keep on going strong, to continue to keep on setting our face like a flint and not worrying about the opinions of others and not worrying about the people who try to intimidate us because we know that that spirit does not come from you. That is not you because we are all a part of the body of Christ and there is no respecter of persons. There is none. When it comes to the fivefold ministry, they all equally have a work to do that is no lesser than the other Heavenly Father. And we thank you right now, Lord, because we know that whatever is not right, that it will be made a right and it will not be able to hide. That when people join with us, that if there is anything lingering, that those things will be purged out in the mighty name of Jesus. And we thank you right now that our mindsets, as our mindsets are changing, that you are filling us up with the true sound doctrine that can only be used to set the captives free for real because there is a work to save the lost. And it can't be done with false doctrines that don't deliver people, that keep people in bondage. It has to be done in spirit and in truth because you are the spirit of truth. Lord, let your truth continue to rest, rule, and abide in our lives, Lord. As you said in Hebrews 4.12, that the word is quick and powerful as a two-edged sword. And, Lord, let that word cut us both ways to sharpen us and to cut away those things that are not like you, Lord. And we just thank you now, Lord, because we, we are appreciative of the maturity that you are causing us to to walk into, that even if we thought we were mature, that there's still work that needs to be done on all of us. So we thank you, Lord, for your regenerating power. We thank you for how you are giving us more wisdom each day as we walk on this side of glory. And we just give you honor and glory and praise yes, for God. the work yes, that God. you have for us to do yes, because Lord. we know that you could choose another because you said if we won't go, you'll send another in our place. So we count it an honor and a privilege to be able to do a work for you, Lord. And we count it a joy to be able 
to give you glory and praise and to share the good news of your kingdom. So we just thank you now, Lord, for how you are going to keep our steps aligned, that you are going to keep us going according to your will and your purpose and your plan, that nothing contrary will cause this ministry to stumble or fall because you have it in your hands, and we shall be successful regardless of the plans of the adversary. I know they're coming. I know that they're on the way because that's the way the adversary operates. They have to come in to try to destroy from within. But the devil is a liar, and he is a defeated foe. And he already have exposed it from the very beginning that it shall not work, it will not prosper, and it will not dismantle anything that you have already established. So we just thank you now, Lord, because we know that some will come and some will go. Some will have pretense of good intent and some will be exposed. Some will be faithful and stay until the end. And or until God, until you, God, releases them to go to do something else in ministry. But until then, we know that whatever goes on in this ministry, it is in your hands and that you have already taken care of it. There's no weapon formed against your people shall prosper. Oh, and we yeah. thank you, Lord, for having a shepherd after your own heart because all it takes is a shepherd after your own heart to keep the ministry pure. So we thank you right now having a shepherd after your own heart over this ministry, Lord. And we count it a joy to have a leader that has a heart after you, Lord. And we count it a privilege to serve under one who will not bow down to Baal and the dark princess, Lord. We thank you right now because we know that the victory is ours and that you shall be glorified through this ministry. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. Thank the Lord. I, I want to try. I want to try again, um, just to acknowledge uh, Apostle uh, Jesse Griffin again. Apostle, are you there? All right. Well, Bless thank you, God. I, I, I am here. I'm sorry. I, I had my phone on mute. Um, even though I know it was unmuted, I. I had it mute. Um, I do have my children that were in the background, so I didn't want to disturb the call. So thank you. That that's fine. I just want to share, uh, Apostle. I just want to share with you that um, we have prophecy that Daniel, Prophet uh, Patricia Woodruff, Apostle uh, uh, David Shankle, the call, and seemingly somebody else in Cleveland. And I just want to uh, introduce you via uh, uh, talk shoot the prayer line. Uh, you're from, uh, I think, from Barberton. Is it your ministries in Barberton, uh, uh, Boardman? Yes, uh, I am in Boardman. Uh, that's just a little bit south of Youngstown. Yes, and I uh, thank you, God. This is a, a great man of God, and um, just glad to hear his voice uh, on the call. Um, and uh, Apostle, is it is it possible um, uh, where you are? Uh, this is our, um, like a Saturday evening, 8 o'clock prayer call, um, um, that uh, you can either just have some words or, or pray, amen, for whatever prompts you. He, I just found out that he was just in Wycliffe, Ohio last night. He, he was right there. He was right there in our neighborhood, in our in our hood, 
and um, well, we thank God he meant we want him to come to uh, Cleveland uh, soon so he can uh, share with us. But man of God, would you just have words or uh, uh, Amen. pray, or, please? <clears throat> absolutely, absolutely. Um, I, I first want to say thank you uh, for the honor and thank you for inviting me to come on the call and blessings to everybody that is on the call. We are uh, we are in an hour of absolute explosion of the glory of the living God. One of the things the Lord spoke with me, and he asked me a question with something that he stated to me. He said that there are many that he has called. There are many who, though uh, he has called them, have mishandled him. And he asked me a question. He said, will you mishandle me? He asked me this question. Mm. And over the course of years, he has many times uh, very powerfully, very strongly manifested uh, his glory to me. And, of course, we all know about wilderness, desert, trials, getting our flesh out of the way, to be made ready, to be made ready uh, vessels, to facilitate his glory. His glory is his raw, tangible presence of who he is. And the church, unfortunately, has substituted the glory and and not treating the glory, if you will, as the person of God, the personage, the manifestation of who he is. We have turned glory into a an event instead of an encounter. And one of the things that the Lord has spoken to me uh, emphatically over the years, and he's unveiled the mystery, and I know there's a lot of apostles and prophets who have caught this revelation, is he wants to unveil himself. He wraps himself, and when we read the Word of God, he's in, he's in pavilions of darkness. He wraps himself around us with thick, dark clouds. We look in Exodus. We see Moses go up on the top of Sinai. He goes through as a thick cloud. We look and we see the cloud coming down on top of the tabernacle of Moses. And one of the things the Lord said to me, and he really messed me up, he said, the cloud was my garment. The cloud was not the glory. The cloud was his garment. So Mm. there's an element of concealing that God does in protecting creation. And one of the things he's been desiring to do, and even even the element of Moses says, show me your glory, that God only showed the backside. He didn't show his face. He didn't show the fullness of who he is as I am. We are in a season for those who have been processed, those who have been refined, those who have been purified, motives, all of these aspects, we're like, why do we feel like we've been put into a blender? It is because we are a generation and we are now a remnant people who are being qualified. We all understand about that. Many are called, few are chosen. We we could, you know, probably recite the scriptures forward and backwards and but when it becomes more than a knowledge of, of Scripture, it's going to become experiential. And it is very important that as we are now 
representing this glory as he ushers himself into a place. Even as Messiah walked into the land, he was the embodiment, Emmanuel, the Godhead bodily, that he told, he said to the people, it had been better for Sodom and Gomorrah than for Capernaum. For if the signs and wonders that had been done in you had been done in Sodom and Gomorrah, they would have repented. And I sent out a warning to some revival seekers. I sent out a warning to some people years ago when the Lord said, tell, tell them to stop praying for signs and wonders. Tell them to stop praying for revival. And I said, why, Lord? He said, because if when I come and I show up, if it is not facilitated with, revi- with repentance, if it is not facilitated with discipleship that now causes a people to learn how to walk and live and talk with God, the only thing left for him to do is leave a judgment. And so we have this, this culture that is uh, many times bent on revival, but it's not bent on a discipleship that causes people to know, actually know how to walk and live with God. And I'm here to say, men and women of God, don't be moved by what you see in mainstream denominations. Don't be moved when we're thinking sometimes we got the smaller numbers and we must be missing it, we must be doing something wrong. The scripture is clear. It says that Israel, it says that they had the cloud and the fire, okay? And it says very clearly they were baptized in the sea, but it says something very clear. They died in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. And the Lord said that just because I'm with the people and there's even large numbers of people, it does not mean I'm pleased with those people. It means that I'm willing to unveil myself to see if they'll bring a change of heart to come into an alignment with me. But numbers does not constitute that they're in, in a proper alignment. It only means if the glory is there, the fire is there, the cloud is there, the water is there. It means he's found a people that he's willing to work with, but it's as long as they're willing to work with him. And we see a lot of ministries, and I'm going to say this, and then I'll close with this man of God. There is an ought that the Spirit of God has with many places today, he says, because they have brought up a provocation or provoking unto the Lord. They're provoking him. They're provoking his jealousy. And a lot of the leadership is going to become responsible, if you will, for bringing destruction to a sheep because as they're moving headlong in what they call ministry, God is saying they should have been solidifying covenant and relationship. All these other things become byproducts. So there's a provocation and a stirring and indignation in the spirit of God because of commercialization of ministry, commercialization, idolatry, if you will, even to the point with the rest of the genuine restoration of the apostolic and prophetic ministry. There's no question that there is an unadulterated, uh, authentic move of the restoration of those offices and gifts. But what it has created is something that is obscuring the vision of the people because Many times there's idolatry that's setting in where they can't even, it's, it's the same as it was with the bishop, man of God. It's the same where they idolized the bishop and that was the big thing. Right. Now it's, right. the, the, it's, it's a new name, same spirits. 
It's a new name. That's all it does. It just changes its name, changes its format, but it's still the same operation and spirit. And these, uh, you know, I'm a Paul, I'm a Apollos, and God is looking for some humble, fivefold ministers who will really, truly meet the lowly I come as, as the Lamb of God, as the Lord said, and yet having humility mixed with boldness to be able to bring this demonstration of the manifestation of the kabod of God. We are coming into an hour of unprecedented, and I'm going to say that again, visitation of the living God. And the question will be not if he'll just visit like he did with Jerusalem, oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how I desire to gather thee. There is a move of God where he's moving about from city to city, from place to place. And he's saying, listen, I'm coming into these cities. I'm going to pour my glory out, not just on your church. You're not going to understand it, but I'm pouring out atmospherically. It's going to transcend your mental understanding because my glory is going to drop on a region. It's not going to just drop in a service. And unless the people of God become discipled and disciplined on higher levels of learning and understanding of operation of the Holy Spirit and the glory of God, many times they will not be able to facilitate and walk out what God is trying to do for a people in a region. And it's more than just inside of the church. So, mm. hallelujah. <clears throat> wow. Wow. Apostle, um, would you, uh, you know, we've, we've met and, uh, uh, you know, we, rep- we represent a movement, you know, uh, called EMFI. Would you, pr- would you pray for us? Would you pray for the... Uh, uh, whatever comes up in your spirit, would you pray for the ministry? Amen. Thank you, man of God. Yes, I will. Thank you, Father. Father God, I thank you. I thank you for divine appointments. I thank you for divine connections. Father, I thank you when we we bless your name and we thank you that you're forming and forging covenant. I thank you for the koinonia, God, that is is inside of the authentic. I thank you for the koinonia that can it can't be faked. It's it's genuine. There's a sound. There's a reverberation of the kingdom. There's a moving of your spirit. And that we're able, by spirit, to identify one another as the servants of the Lord, the sons and daughters of God. And I thank you for that. Father, all day today I've had this scripture just burning on the inside of me about, uh, the, in the book of Jude, where it talks about those who are, are spots amongst the feast. And Father God, I pray today that this this development of a body, I don't want to just call it an organization because we're an organism, we're moving, we're, we are your hands and your feet, we're your body in the earth. Father, that the aspect of being able to come and begin to remove the spots, Father, those things that bring blemishes in the feast, those things that are interrupting fellowship, those things that are interrupting communion. Father, there are things that you're desiring to develop your your people for that are bigger than what has been taught in regards to what we call conferences and gatherings. Father, I pray for the development of the 
the ecclesia like never before, Lord God, that there will be just such a closeness, there will be such covenant, uh, that it will be the development even uh, like that in the book of Acts, Father God, where they had to uh, make a determination. What is this thing we need to do to just bring the Gentiles in, the the first four rules and regulations, just to get them started? And what do these prophecies mean? I, I pray the spirit of wisdom that with your moving and bringing uh, us up to speed in revelation and understanding, that there would just be such an outbreak of wisdom on those who are called to sit upon, uh, if you will, the apostolic council or the round table or board of elders and those who are, are being joined, that there would be an even a knowledge of who to call up because that's the apostolic. Uh, there are just some things we don't volunteer for, we're called to. And so, Father, I just pray as they're laying the foundation and even making things ready for the next generation, that there would be just such a wisdom so that they, there can be a purity of atmosphere, a purity uh, that will fall and flow down to those that are under the sound of their voice, that they will hear the sound of holiness. They will, people will hear the sound of the kingdom, and it will cause their hearts to turn. Father, I pray an anointing that would begin to... Yeah just flow in such a way that even the the words will begin through the convicting power of the Holy Spirit, pierce the stony hearts of men. It will pierce the double-mindedness that has crept into the church. Father God, that people will not be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. Lord, let there be such a strength that comes upon these men and women of God, that Father God, that when they speak, people will know, they'll be able to sense and say, I know that you've been with the Master because you don't talk like other preachers. You're, you don't sound uh, like, like an echo. Hallelujah. I pray yes. the freshness of the rhema mixed with the Logos word uh, upon these men and women of God like never before. And I pray, Father, bring such an activation of your voice, Father God, that it's just, it's just as it says in the word, where you won't even need to take thought of what you will say. For in the very hour, and we know that had to do with being locked up and coming before magistrates. Thank you, Jesus. But Father God, in, a, in an instant, uh, Lord, you're, gonna, you're removing the scripts from us. You're, you're looking to see now, okay, I need to bring up in the spirit of remembrance, and in a moment, the deposit has to come to the surface so you can speak it. And I pray, God, such as even a spirit of remembrance. There's many on this line right now that have years of word. And in a moment, I pray the Spirit of God to unlock that scroll that it's like a time capsule. And all of a sudden, it's just going to be, I'm going to tell you what I even see. And I don't know yeah. who this is going to be for, but I hear the Spirit of the Lord even saying that there is some word that, that you've been holding on to. And you know what it's like? It's like those gel-capped medicine, and, and it's set to dissolve at a certain pace based on the acidic of the stomach. And God is saying, what you didn't understand is you swallowed my word and you consumed it. You ate the whole scroll. He said, but what you didn't understand, it was set to a time for it to completely uh, Mm -hmm. dissolve in you so that you could absorb it. (laughs) And now what's going to end up happening is that uh, 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 you swallowed it, but you didn't absorb it. But he said at a moment, at at the right time, 
that word is going to now begin to filter through your bloodstream. It's now going to begin to flow through you, Thank and it's you, going Jesus. to begin to activate and operate in you. You say, oh, my God, I ate that word 20 years ago. And he said, yeah, but I said a time capsule. I said it on a, a time for you because, because it, you had to become the embodiment of my word, and it, yeah. you had to absorb the very word that you ate. And when you walk forth now, it's not going to be just a revelational knowledge where you understand it in mind, but you're going to walk forward, even though it's 15 and 20 years later after you ate that word, you're going to walk forth uh, and go forth. And I hear the Spirit of God saying it's going to bring transformational power in this hour, even though you try to release it in the past. He said, watch and see. He said, because it wasn't time then, but it's time now. I'm needing that word in you to activate you so you can activate my people, saith the Lord. Wow. Wow. I don't know who I don't know who that was for. That was for me. That was for me. That was for me. Ten years ago, the Lord had me to eat the scroll. He called a lobo hosier in 2007. Jesus, he called a lobo I even preached about that back in 2017. Oh, glory to God. And he showed up and showed himself mightily in that service when I when my, my pastor had just said, I'm gonna put you up there and, and, and see what the Lord does through you. But he had me to eat the scroll. Amen. And I even had an angelic visitation prior to giving that word and um I didn't even know um I, I had known weeks you know weeks ahead and I didn't even know what I was going to preach and and I had an angelic visitation um at the grocery store one night, because I was, I was single then, so I was out late at the store, and I had never seen this security guard before, but he had such a glow around him, and I was like, wow, it's just like he's not, and I kept looking at him, the God that brought him to my attention, and I said, it's just like he, it looks like he just jumped into a body, you know, to make sure he met me. At that moment, and and that's what that angel did. He actually had to hurry up to meet me at that moment, and just you know, he had me to eat the scroll. And I tried to really birth this ministry out in 2012, and I realized then that it was not the right time. And I had a leader to actually you know tell me. Um, I hear God saying in time, prophet, but I'm going to say right now. And 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 I said to myself, well, if God told you in time, and you're trying to say right now, um, that's going contrary to what God said. So that time back then was not then, and that was 2010 when she said that. And I tried in 2012, and and it, it was not the time. Amen. But that was for me, about eating the scroll, because God even calls me Ezekiel. And he told Ezekiel to eat the scroll, and he told me to eat the scroll, because your spirit is likened to Ezekiel. Amen. 
That was for me. Jesus. Amen, Apostle. Amen. Thank the Lord. Amen. Don't want to cut you off. Um, certainly appreciate you uh, gracing us, amen, with your presence. Amen. And, Thank you for uh, having me. Amen. And uh, um, anyone else, amen, on the call that has anything they want to share or say or All right, amen. Uh, thank God, amen. We thank the Lord for uh, just this time uh, tonight. Again, this is Apostle Jesse Griffin from uh, Borman, Ohio. Amen. And um, um, he just frequented uh, our area. Uh, he had asked, just asked me, uh, I don't know if you're coming back, you just asked me uh, how close are we to Wycliffe uh, from where we are or the church. We can get to Wycliffe in 10 or 15 minutes. And so uh, we're in we're on this side east side of uh, Cleveland, where Wycliffe is. And uh, nevertheless, thank the Lord, Amen, for everybody, Amen. Um, uh, Prophet Vet, you want to close us out? Amen. Um, amen. You'd like? Yes, sir. Go ahead. No, I'm. Just, oh. oh, I'm sorry. I was just saying, Amen. <laughs> oh, Amen. Um, um, is Prophetess Whitner still on? Yes. Um, I don't have any information, um, like an email. Are you on Facebook? I am not. Okay, I'm going to need an email address from you so I can put you inside the Google group. Okay. For the um, intercessory team. Okay. Um, I can get that to you through Apostle Griffin. Is that good? Yes. Yes, ma'am. Okay, thank you. And I appreciate that. I'm so glad you were on the call tonight. Praise thank the Lord. You. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time of of supplication tonight. Heavenly Father, I'm, I'm just thankful that you met us the way I felt you were going to meet us tonight, Lord, that you had something for us that was unexpected, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, for putting me in eager anticipation, Lord, for what you had tonight. Amen. I just give you honor, glory, and praise, Lord, that even as we part ways, Lord, that your presence will still be strong with us, Lord, even after we get off the phone, Lord, because there's still more that you have to say to us, Lord. And we just count it an honor and a privilege to be able to to do this work for you, Lord, because it is our reasonable service, Lord. There's many of us, if we had not have found you, we would have been in our grave now. So I just thank you, Lord, for, for what you have done in my life, and I thank you for what you have done in the lives of the people that are on this call right now. And even those that are not on the call, Lord, we thank you for the miracles that you have been doing in their lives, Lord. We thank you for the turnaround and health for um, Lady Shink, Lord, the, that yes. you have just given her a uh, given her a rejuvenation in her spirit, man, and you have encouraged her, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, because she is giving her testimony, and it is glorifying your name, Lord, because it is letting us know again, and it's reminding us that nothing is too hard for you. So we thank you for what you have done in her life. We thank you for how you're strengthening her husband's life. We thank you for how you are giving her a new assignment to do, even in her ministry, Lord because she still has more work to do, Lord. And we thank you, Lord. And we count it a joy and a privilege 
to be able to, while there's still day, that we will do this work to glorify your name, Lord. And we give you honor and glory and praise because you are wonderful in your works amongst the children of men. And we count it a joy and a privilege. And we thank you, Lord, for what you are doing in this season with your people. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. You all have a blessed night and be encouraged and just know that that the best is yet to come. And that's not a cliche. I know some people say it's a cliche, but the best is yet to come. Because the body of Christ is truly coming together as a unified force. And we just bless him for what he is doing. You all have a blessed night. Amen. God bless you all. Bless you.
Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 